The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Welcome to 1002 with your host, Mike Baker, an opportunity to pray for the harvest and receive a nugget of truth from God's word. Hey, I'm so happy you've joined us today for 1002. And just want to share with you today something that just stood out to me this morning and, and my daily reading just got up really early today, which is not normal for me. I tend to uh, be more of a sleeper, but I got up early, couldn't sleep and just uh, started a new book of the Bible today. Just started reading through Second Corinthians and I had preached through First Corinthians last year, but um, didn't go through Second Corinthians. So I wanted to read that. And as I read that, Second uh, Corinthians today, just wanted to share uh, verses 8 through 10 of Second Corinthians chapter 1. It says, For we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction we experience in Asia. For we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despised life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death. But that was to make us not make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. He delivered us from a de- such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us. On him we have set our hope, and that he will deliver us again. And I just, I, for me personally, that just, just spoke volumes. I mean, I think many, many of us had a rough 2020, and even probably the first part of this year, life has changed. Life has turned upside down. Life has new normals. And things that we counted on, things we were used to, things we have done in the past are not the same or no longer happening or have changed. We didn't get to celebrate. We didn't get to say goodbye. It was a rough year. And I think if all of us are honest, we probably at times, and I wrote a blog about this this morning. I'm literally just kind of paraphrasing my blog uh, to share with you guys. But I think if some of us were honest, we kind of felt like a pinata, you know, and everybody around us took out their frustrations and fears on us, whether whoever you were, I mean, specifically as leaders and anyone in any kind of leadership role, but I think everyone experienced that to a certain extent. Maybe you didn't get to plan the wedding you wanted or plan the funeral you wanted or or do the party you wanted or have camp. And so you became this, this pinata that people took things out of. And the reality is if you're a pinata and you get hit enough, you break and something comes out. I know I broke. And frustration and anger, resentment, bitterness came out. And I was reminded in all that, that maybe my hope was in the wrong things. Maybe my hope had become in the things that were good, the things that kept us busy, the things that we enjoyed, our identities, our satisfactions, the claps on our back. But our hope always must remain in Christ. You've heard me say before, if you've ever heard me preach or listen to this podcast, it's a heart issue. And it truly is. It's a heart issue. What? Where do we find our identity? What do we put our hope in? And too many times we put our hope not necessarily in bad things, but in busy things. And a friend of mine just shared the other day, busy is being under Satan's yoke. They heard a sermon about that. So I want to give props out to Michelle for sharing that. Busy under Satan's yoke. And so as I read that verse, it just reminded me that, you know, here Paul and Timothy and other brothers, man, they went through afflictions. 
And I guarantee there were nothing like the afflictions we went through. I mean, our afflictions were nothing compared to this. Their, their afflictions is what I'm trying to say. The things they went through and that they experienced being beaten and thrown in jail was far worse than anything we faced in 2020. They were so utterly burdened that beyond their strength, they despaired. Like, they didn't even want to live. They were such a burden. They wanted to give up. And even them, these, these apostles, these leaders, realized that they had to rely on God and not themselves. They had to rely on God and not themselves. And God delivered. He delivered time and time and time again. And he will deliver us time and time and time again because that's what God does. He's a God of hope. He's a God of redemption. He's a God of delivering. And yes, he's a God of justice and punishment. And those things will happen for the people that don't put their hope in him. But man, let us put our hope in him. Let us trust him. Let us, let him deliver. You know, so many of us have sang the song or have heard the song or as little kids saying, he's got the whole world in his hands. And we sing these songs like, Jesus loves me. I got the whole world in my hands. But then we live life like we don't believe the very songs that we sing. So let us live like we believe that he has the whole world in his hands. And let us put our hope in him and him alone. And today, again, I just want to pray for a specific people opposed to a people group. And probably tomorrow or the next day as we get back in uh, kind of in a routine. My life's been upside down lately. It just... Got a lot going on. So as we get back in the routine, we'll get back to people groups. I haven't forgotten about that. That's the whole point of this podcast. But I just want to specifically pray for two pastors. Um, and I'm not going to share their names just just because I'm not going to. But one is in – they both serve in West Africa in two different countries. And I just was talking to both of them this morning early because it was lunchtime for them. And they both just asked for prayer. They, they just said, man, we're, we're trying to finish – University, we're trying to finish college. We're distracted by the things of the world. We're distracted by the fact that we're not going to have these big paying jobs. We don't have the resources. It's hard to go back and forth between where we live and school to work in art. And both of them were just asking for prayer. And in some ways, these are my Timothys and Tituses, and I'm their Paul. And in some ways, they're my Paul, and I'm their Timothy. We both, we teach each other. We learn from each other. But they so desperately want to be discipled and trained. And they just asked and they just poured out their hearts this morning that we would pray for them. So I just want to pray for these guys. We'll just, lack of a better term, we'll call them Bert and Ernie. They're two friends. They're two peas in a pod. But the other thing they prayed for was that the churches that they serve in, that the young people would step up. The same problem that we have here in America Versus where I'm from, and we have everywhere around the world, young people don't want to do the work of God. They want to make money. They want to be famous. They want to be popular. And so they all these young people in their churches, and none of them are interested in doing kingdom work because it doesn't pay the bills, in their opinions. They want to be doctors and lawyers and all these other things, which are those are admirable jobs. There's nothing wrong with those jobs. In fact, we need Christians in those jobs. But they also need leaders in the church. They need evangelists. They need missionaries. They need pastors. They need disciples. They need teachers. And so they were just praying that people in their churches, like we're praying for these unreached people, and these unreached people are praying that people amongst them will be will be raised up, raised up, so they can send them out, send them out to the villages around them. So we'll just pray for these two young men. 
and pray that leaders will rise up in West Africa. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and I hope you take some time today thinking about where do you place your hope. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah.